Blu-rays podcast where we watch Blu-rays and take the biscuit. I'm your host James. I'm joined by my co-host Jada. Hello. Hello. Spooky. Halloween spooks. Spooky season. This is the first of the four that we're doing this year. It is. I hate to admit, but we've, we're starting with a banger. Like an absolute banger. Yeah. Like pure banger. Yes. <laughs> okay, cool, yeah. This is, a, this is a great film. And I'm glad people said you should do Coraline for this. Yeah, Spooky no, year. I agree. Especially when you think about like Halloween films that people watch every year. This has now found itself in there. Especially with like family favourites and that kind of thing. And I like that. We're doing Coraline. Welcome to the Coraline episode, everyone. Sit down, chill out. Chill out and relax. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Put the kettle on. Yeah, it's that kind of cosy, yeah. cosy time of year. It is. Pumpkin spice, anyone? Pumpkin spice and everything nice. Not for me. That shit vile. I'm more of a gingerbread Ugh. person. I love the smell of gingerbread. Well. Yeah. Pumpkin spice is a bit boring for me. I see. I get it. It's oversaturated. Yeah. It's become a thing now. It's, it's all about the Instagram and that sort of thing. It's boring yeah you know what isn't boring what <laughs> Coraline yes we're at an advantage here because you've read the book it's an advantage I've not read it in years and years and years and my point still stands you've read the book I have read the book and I can't read you cannot read I, just, I can read I just choose not to because he can't read ladies and gentlemen it's written by Neil Gaiman okay is this right I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's written by Neil Gaiman. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> did you like the book? I did like the book. To be honest, I liked the film more because we get additional characters, etc. in the film that we don't get in the book. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just an absolute spectacle. I loved it. Mm-hmm. It was everything the book could have wanted and more. If I was the writer of this, I'd be pleased with I think, what we got. I think he was heavily involved. Oh, well, it, it, it's, it's visually stunning. Oh, yes, is it? Yeah, I, I absolutely adore this film. I went to see this at the cinema. Jealous. Well, it was one of those where it sort of came out and no one was really fussed about it. No one really got the hype. People have really warmed to Caroline over the years. Yeah. But when I went to see it, there was me and who I was with and then just like two other people. Mm-hmm. And like, like a mum and a child. I enjoyed it the most <laughs> out of the four. It was in 3D as well, basically empty. Do you think part of the reason why people love this so much now is because it has become a, a staple of the Halloween season? And Halloween, especially over the last few years, is becoming bigger and bigger. I think... So it's becoming someone... Like, nowadays, this Hocus Pocus, Nightmare, they're becoming people's, like, go-to films that they watch every year. They do it as part of, like, a like a tradition, almost. I don't think it's that. I think it's the Nightmare Before Christmas crowd. You think? Who have gone, yeah, we want more of this, and the closest we're going to get is Coraline. Okay, do you think that Nightmare fans and Coraline fans are the same people? Yes. I I'm, don't, I'm I, the opposite. I, I like Coraline. I don't think much to Nightmare. I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I like Coraline a lot more. You know, it's a, there's a big Venn diagram somewhere of Coraline fans, Nightmare fans. And the meet in the middle. Yeah, and the meet in the middle with this one, <laughs> I guess. Mm-hmm. I've got this tattooed on me. You have, there she is. There she is. It's directed by the same guy who did Nightmare. Mr. Man. What's his name? I don't know. It was not Tim Burton. It's not. We've had this conversation the other day going to work, didn't we? Tim Burton did not direct. He did not direct the skies. Well, he didn't direct Nightmare Before Christmas. He didn't, but it's his concept art, so he does get to have his name there. But but I really like getting one up on uh, nerdy people. 
It's like, I really like uh, the Tim Burton's direction in Nightmare. And I'm like, actually, I think you're fine, sir. He didn't direct it. You didn't direct it. It's Mr. Henry Selick. But he does deserve the credit he gets for his character design in Nightmare because they, those characters, you got to admit, people love them. Oh, yeah. That's, well, okay, fine. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about these. Well, you were. Hence why I brought it up. <laughs> okay. But Henry Selick did James and the Giant Peach. He did. Which we... Well, hang on. Well, I don't like that tone. You know what I liked about James and the Giant Peach and you know what I didn't like? Crocodile dong. Some of it was stupid. All of it was great. Um, <laughs> some of it was stupid, yeah, but all of it was great. Lightning Rhino. Lightning Rhino. Lightning Rhino. But he directed this. I think he doesn't do much. He's recently done Wendell and Wild. Okay. Which is another stop motion affair. But Leica Studios, this is the first Leica Studios production. Are you a fan of Leica? What else do they do? Leica have done Paranorman. Oh, I didn't like Paranorman. They've done Box Trolls. Not seen it. They've done Kubo and the Two Strings. This is another film I didn't think much to. Oh, shit. Okay. And The Missing Link. Not seen it. Oh, okay. So you're missing some bangers. But like, for example, Kubo and Paranorman, the stories bored me. I don't right. necessarily think it was the an- it was like the animation or anything like that that did it for me. Because mm-hmm. Paranorman is visually beautiful to look at. I think Kubo is as well, though. From bits that I remember, I fell asleep watching it, truth be told. Really? Kubo? Yeah. I like, I like Kubo a lot. I watched it during the pandemic, though. It was a difficult oh. time. I was tired all the time for doing nothing at home. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. When it comes to stop motion, you were a fan of stop motion in general? I do like stop motion. I think it, it's it's very different and it can be quite creepy. And I'm all for that. Do you think... I it, like some creepy, creepy it, business. It lends itself to creepiness. But I think that's just the way it's animated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Wallace and Gromit. Oh, yeah. Like, Cast the Wear Rabbit. Yeah, Cast the Wear Rabbit. Right? Yeah. I know what you mean. Like, similar to like Fantastic Mr. Fox and stuff it's just sort of like janky janky well, that's the only way you I love can... a bit of stop motion don't you I'd love stop I've, I've got well I've got a lot of time for people who do it because they've got a lot of time for it yeah you know like, what I mean? a lot gotta... of work goes into it exactly because they've got to take like so many pictures in a frame or something yeah. so many frames in a second so you're like oh shit that's that's a lot of work it really is an art form isn't it, it yeah exactly that's why I've got I just think it's wonderful yeah. I've got a lot of time for it. Although I haven't seen Box Trolls. <laughs> I haven't seen Box Trolls either. Nor do I want to. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Why not? I don't know. I think it's just it might just be trolls in movies in general. I have a fact about Leica Studios. Okay. They are founded by the son of the person who owns Nike. Right. As a studio. Okay. So no matter what happens with box office returns, mm-hmm. most of their films haven't done well at yeah. the box office they'll never go bust I like that though because that means they can they can bring out things that are passion pieces That that's the nail on the head there babe. yeah yeah. it's not just oh we're doing this all for the commercial game etc it's it's something that people love and are really passionate about so it doesn't feel like it's just been churned out yeah if you know what I mean but this one's great oh this is, a, this is I mean, great this is, this is how you arrive oh yeah I love this uh-huh. when was the first time you watched this I watched this on like a really dodgy copy I got from the car boot. Oh no! I know. So was it even called Caroline? On the it label? was called her Caroline. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember loving it. I loved it from that moment. And then I got the Wii game. Okay. For some reason. And that was really creepy to play. For some reason. Reason. Cool. Yeah, it was really weird. Apparently, well, we've been through this. The PS2 game, if you've got it, guys, you sat in a gold mine. That's, it's rare. It's a rare game. If you've got Coraline on the PS2, check your drawers. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I saw it today. 
I know you did and you didn't buy it. You managed to restrain I'm not, yourself. I am not spending that much money on a game that's probably not very good. I'm not going to lie. That's it. The Wii one's pretty good, though. You can borrow that. Ah, the Wii one's... The Wii one is very good. <laughs> this started as a live-action project. Okay. And Dakota Fanning was involved. And oh, what, okay. And when they said, okay, we're actually going to do the stop motion because we think it'd be better, they were like, Dakota. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> do, you wanna, do you still want to do it? And she was like, yeah. She's perfect in this role. I think she's a good actress anyway. Yeah. I've always thought this. I mean, she's improved since the Cat in the Hat days. Let's put it that way. Oh, yeah. She's really good at voice acting. I forget. I mean, at the beginning of the film, I know quite a bit of Dakota's stuff. I, I recognise Are you voice. a Dakota fan? Fanning. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I, I recognised it was her. But then she just blends completely in. It's as if that is a real person. And that yeah. is their voice. It's great. How I think it matches so well. A lot of the time you get, when you get celebrities doing voices, you are taken aback a bit. Because like, for instance, like Tom Hanks is Woody, but you're like, oh, that's Tom Hanks' voice. Yeah. Whereas this one, the, the merging of character and voice, perfect. perfect. Yeah. yeah. Do you think it's scary? I've never found it scary, but I can see why people think it is. Okay. I'll find some of the imagery quite creepy. And even the story surrounding it, I mean, the majority of people, when you say Coraline, they all say buttons for eyes. Yeah. That in itself is really creepy. Yeah. Yeah. And they showed a lot of that, I think, in like the promo trailers and stuff like that. It was all like with the box with the... You gotta kind of make a choice sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. Which is quite creepy. Yeah. It's got a kind of fairy tale vibe to it that sticks with you. It's pretty grim with two M's. It is indeed that kind yeah, of yeah, grim. Yeah, yeah, Very grim. But I think you kids need these sort of films to be fully functioning adults. Yeah. Do you think children find this scary? I find this scary. I think adults generally find it quite creepy. You do? I can see... If I was a child when this came out and mm-hmm. I would gone to see it, I'd be like, this is deeply traumatising. Yeah. I think it sits up there with like thing films like Never Ending Story. Oh, or, yeah. Or like Gremlins or maybe even Goosebumps. Do, do you know the what I mean? Goosebumps TV show was creepy. Oh, uh, yeah. That's what, yeah, exactly. But kids need to be scared. Yeah. Cause... Like, especially when you think of the original lullab- like lullabies, fairy, like fairy tales, etc. They are all really creepy. There's always some sort of moral to mm. the story. And it, to be fair, there is with this. Which is, don't have buttons for eyes. Don't do it, guys. <laughs> Someone out there with a needle. Like, oh, what did he say? What did you say? Yeah, no, don't do it, guys. Uh, so sharp you won't feel a thing. Ah, oh, that's the creepy That line. sounds like what someone who wants you to do it would say. Hmm. Hmm. Is this what gaslighting is? Yes. Okay, I fully <laughs> understand gaslighting. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to hurt you. <laughs> We're going to say that quite a lot on the podcast, so we should explain it now. Yeah. There is a parrot who attacks his owner but before not in like a violent way or anything like that just being a bit like just like I'm going to bite you I'm going to scare you or whatever but the parrot goes before it attacks you the parrot says I'm not going to hurt you she's like yes you are you bit me last time and And he goes does it again yeah I'm not going to hurt you what's wrong (laughs) it's now become a part of our vocabulary unfortunately and as luck would have it I now fully understand gaslighting (laughs) yay yay but yeah Coraline's great (laughs) <laughs> Decent cast. Terry Hatcher, Ian McShane. French and or Saunders. You love them, don't you? I love me some French and Saunders. I've always <laughs> been a big fan of French and Saunders. But you can tell they're here. I feel like they're sort of swapped. Yeah, they do seem to be swapped character-wise. Yeah. Because you think, if you had to show a picture of uh, Spinks and Forcible, mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh, okay. You'd, oh, that's Dawn French. 
that's yeah. Jennifer Saunders, but they've flipped it. Maybe that's to, it's to put you off so you don't think, oh yeah, that's the voice actress behind that role. Yeah, French Saunders, if you're listening, thank you. And we love you. Yeah, we love you. But there are some other characters in this that aren't in the book. Mm-hmm. And you said it's for exposition's sake. I would say so, yeah. So, do we spoil it? Absolutely. So we don't get YB in the book. What? We don't get YB. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you, but I really like him. Okay. And obviously that whole kind of backstory with the uh, his his aunt going missing in the house, etc. That's all. His aunt going missing. I say, I say aunt. You say aunt. <laughs> it's the way it is. That's all exposition. Yeah. I'm not a fan of his posture. I like it though. Cause he shrugs <laughs> like a teenager would. Yeah, I know, but like that that low. You do it. What? <laughs> you do. My God, my posture's terrible. <laughs> Built like YB. Why who? Why why B? <laughs> why not? Why are you being like that? Why be like that? <laughs> why are you being like that for? That should be a line in the film. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, it's Caroline, she's moved into this big pink palace. Yes, it's an apartment building, which is very strange. It looks like it's the last thing you'd want to turn into apartments. I like it. I'd move there. Yeah, but it's got an unfortunate like. I mean, you wouldn't want to end up in the attic, would you, or in the basement? Where are the where the elderly are put in this uh, in this film. <laughs> I've, point, I've pointed it out to you. There's a stair lift. They can function. But in a basement with no natural light. I'm sorry. I feel like they got the really poor end of that deal. Hey, maybe they're cheap. Maybe they want to be in the basement. Maybe they want to be in the basement. Shouldn't all old people be put in the basement? <laughs> <laughs> you can't put all people in the basement. No, you stop putting all people in the basement. But yeah, so she's moved into the Pink Palace mm-hmm. with her parents. Her parents aren't rich. No, and they've just had a car accident, so they don't have a lot of money either. Yeah, because the mum, the mum's in a neck brace. Yeah, giving it full avid Marion vibes. Oh, she is. Yeah. <laughs> right. Thank you, please. <laughs> so Caroline's a bit, a bit bored. Yeah, she's bored. I love, love, love the house. It's really interesting. Yeah. Because it seems really bright and vibrant outside, but the inside of the house is quite drab. Quite muggy. Yeah. Devoid of colour, one would say. Yes. Yes. But this is to juxtapose what happens. Yeah, it's very Wizard of Oz, isn't it, later on? It is a bit Wizard of Oz. That's a very good thing. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, Caroline's bored and we get the, the little music. That, you go around and explore the house. She just, yeah. She's a kid. She wants to be out in the garden. She's just seven. bored, isn't she? Yeah. She'll have to leave her friends behind. So we get the uh, quite iconic music. You think this, I think it's boring. Personally. I really like it. I think it's so sweet. I think it's still a little bit creepy. Yeah, it's that lullaby sort of vibe it's got. It sounds like a, it is like a child humming, isn't it? There is this vocal over the top of it, isn't there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really cute. And she's going around and she's sorting all that. Like, the she's just trying to keep herself busy, isn't she? Yeah, but she's bored. Anyway, she finds. Door. She does. A door where she where she couldn't find the key. Is it a little bit Alice in Wonderland, one would say? A little bit. Later on, I think it is, anyway, when she goes through it, because she's, like, lured down there, isn't she? Mm. Yes. But at first, she makes a deal with her mum to open the door, because her mum and dad do not want to be spending any time with her because they are busy. So she's she's devoid of all attention as well, which is why she's bored. Yeah. They're trying to make money. I think they are gardeners, or they're doing something with the catalogue. Yeah, that journalists aren't they, or something along it, yeah. along those lines. I don't know. And I think they've got a big deal coming up, but they've got to work first. So this is why Caroline is bored. But she finds the door. Mum, open this door. Mum mm-hmm. gets the key. It's weird that she knows what key it is. 
Yeah. That's insane. I mean, because it looks like it fits the lock. I don't know. Yeah. I can tell you. Maybe it says on the well, on the key. But there's no other key in that drawer that looks anything like the one that opens the door. Oh, uh, good point. Yeah. Okay. Opens the door. And he's like, okay, just the wall. Do you think it's creepy that it's the, that it's her actual mum that opens the door? So what we find out is later on on the other side. So what you're saying is this whole thing, Coraline, is a big metaphor for the grass isn't always greener. Yes. Right, okay. That I like. Mm-hmm. That's very sexy of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hadn't really thought about it. I, I, I just, it just never occurred to me that I was just like, oh, the mum's opening the door because she's got the key. Yeah. I never thought, oh, okay. She's doing it as a, like a, well, you don't like it here. Fuck off, you know. Well, she isn't, but the story is kind of going, oh, actually, it's the mum who's opening the door to the world. Yeah, careful what you wish for, though. Yeah, you know? it is. It's a very, this in itself is very much a careful what you wish for sort of yeah. story. That was the tagline, I think. Was it? I don't know. I think it was. I think it was Coraline. Stop making wishes or they'll get another mother. And she's got buttons for eyes. It was quite a long time ago. <laughs> okay. Just, just like that. Just like that. Don't let James create your taglines, guys. This is why I'm not hired by Hollywood. Yet. Yet. <laughs> Die hard. Don't let terrorists in the building, please. And if you're going to run on glass, put your shoes on. Put your shoes on first, guys. Yeah, that's, that's how I know. Shoes are sexy. Shoes are sexy. <laughs> Correct. Apart from Crocs. Crocs are not sexy ever. Sorry, guys. I think there's also a doll that we've skipped out on. She finds a doll. Well, she doesn't find the doll, does she? She's past the doll by by Wybie. So the doll opens the film. So we I see would, these yeah. really creepy hands creating the doll to begin with. I'm just going to let you talk now because I quite like how you explain this. Yeah, so we see these... Uh, so it, it starts off as a different doll of a different child. So we don't know that straight away. We see these hands... Just made out of needles, creating that, changing the doll around, and some of the imagery on that is really creepy. Mm-hmm. The music's quite foreboding as well. Yeah, again, it, again, I keep saying it. We've got that really lullaby sort of vibe to it. Yeah. But even though the imagery we're seeing is quite creepy, even like with the with what we later like find out of the other mother's hands, the act, the actual actions she's doing are quite soft mm-hmm. and quite delicate. Like she's being really careful with the doll. Yeah. So she's not acting in a creepy way. She's like, I'm doing this. Maybe that's why it is so unsettling. Yeah. I think it gets it sets the film up for like a oh okay. Oh he's doing this then, yeah. And what's going on, guys? And then when she one thing I spotted is was when she goes to sew the clothes together for the doll, hmm. it's all dusty. So she's clearly not needed to do it for a very long time. Ah this is why you're the co host. <laughs> hey. And she sets the doll free back into the universe, which ends up in YB's possession. Well, it ends up in Coraline's room. It well, not? it was initially with his aunt. Aunt. Oh, shut up. <laughs> but so yeah. It was with YB's aunt. So, because uh, later on we find out who original, who the original owner of the doll was. Yeah. In its original form. Mm-hmm. And the house. And the house, yeah. So clearly that. So did the other mother know that Coraline was coming? It's nice to have a plan. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> an idea. It's nice to have a plan, isn't it? Yeah. This doll looks exactly like Coraline. Mm-hmm. Buttons for eyes, of course. Yeah. A bit a bit weird. But I love the design of the doll. Yeah. I think you can get it. I think you can get the doll. Okay. So <laughs> Great story. Coraline goes to sleep and then she's woken by a mouse. Bouncy bounce. A bouncy bounce mouse. Yeah. The mice are cute in this. I quite like them. <laughs> quite like the little alarms. Oh, yeah. The way that they, they are. The little T-Rexes are yeah. really cute. Not everything is as it seems. It is not. But uh, the mice... The mother mouse leads her to the door, and the door is now a gateway into another world. I love the tunnel. So she followed the white mice through the tunnel. Yeah. In my head, the, you know the big parachute at school? Oh, yeah. 
that's what that sort of thing reminds me of. Like yeah. a big play area, you know? I know what you mean. I would walk through that tunnel. With... It, well, it's pretty, isn't it? It's yeah. really... The way it's... It, the, I mean, the colours on it are beautiful. Oh, yeah. And it's so bright, and obviously... You know, it's a dark tunnel. It's like all the way all the lights are shining on it. Yeah. It's it, quite it alluring. It's magical, so it's luring her in, yeah. So Coraline walks in, and she's like, oh, I'm just back in the... Back in the room. Back in my house. There's some very subtle differences. It's very Disney's Haunted Mansion, isn't it? Yes, and I'm glad you picked up on that, because there was a picture of a boy in her actual house where he's got an ice cream or something the ice cream's fallen on the floor and he's mm-hmm. crying whereas in the other world the picture he's eating the ice cream he's having a good old time the way that room is as well is very haunted mansion-esque it's sort of like a hexagon yeah yeah so that which i enjoy okay but it all seems very warm like the color palette is very warm in the living room and stuff it's not quite as drab even though it's the same decor it seems to be warmer mm-hmm she goes into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. She sees her mother cooking. Oh, this is nice. But wait! She got buttons for eyes! Oh, you got buttons for eyes! Stop looking at me with them buttons. With them button eyes. Yeah, creepy. Yeah. Creepy from the get-go. I think it's still... I think the, the character design's still quite soft. Yes. And her deli- Terry Hatcher's delivery is still quite... Oh! Motherly. And again, it's all very warm and welcoming. Yeah. Obviously, it deteriorates a little bit later, but... I think the only thing wrong with it is the fact that buttons for eyes. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. She's got food made for her. Gravy train, the mango. We need to talk about a certain something though. She goes, so I was like, oh, it's time for dinner. Go get your, <laughs> go get your dad. Your other dad. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she opens the door and he's, she's like, hello, Coraline. The other dad is really cool as well. He's so good. He's a little quiff. Yeah, oh. and his little uh, his little dressing gown, pajamas. The thing is, you I think you said to me. I did. You said to me, I look like him. With your glasses on. With my glasses on, yes. And I think on a good day, I look like the other father, and on a bad day, I look like Coraline's actual father. No, you don't. You never look like him because you've never got like the bags under your eyes, or oh. and he's got like, really greasy hair. You never have greasy hair. Exhibit A. No, your hair's just tall. James is now pointing to his greasy-ass hair. It doesn't look greasy, though. It just looks tall. Thank you. You're very welcome. All right, okay. But yeah, thank you for saying I look like the other father on the good side. He's by the piano. And he's like, oh, you, my dad can't play the piano. And then he says, oh, I don't need to. This piano plays me. And then we get the greatest song ever written. Ever written. Ever written, right? Ever written, yeah. I turned that shit up. You really did. That was like, I think it was like on 60 downstairs. It was fabulous. 60. Out of 100, guys. That's yeah. quite loud. It's quite loud. <laughs> it's, it's a belter. It's in too short. Yeah. In, interestingly, I turned to you and said, I downloaded this on LimeWire. And you were like, so did I. Yeah. It's a banger. <laughs> I think I did it as a ringtone for a while. It's really cool. I think I tried recording it off my DVD player. Oh, that's upsetting. Okay. <laughs> I did. I did the same thing with Pirates of the Caribbean as well. So, I... Deadmau's Chess. Deadmau's Chess. Banger. Yeah, that song's great. It's the same, it's the band, isn't it? There yeah. might be giants. Yeah. I mean, there might be giants. It could be. But they do this. A giant peach, maybe. <gasps> it all connects. It all connects I like together. it. So that's a band. They did that song about Istanbul. Mm-hmm. And Birdhouse in My Soul. You love those songs, don't you? I really like Birdhouse in My Soul. You like Istanbul to Constantinople. You like Istanbul to Constantinople. Yeah. yeah. I, I much prefer... Who watches over you? I love that. Banger. I think the guy does the voice. 
Yeah, I don't think he's credited though, is he? No. Which is sad. Because he might be giant. This piano plays me, that's weird. And you picked out some certain lyrics. Yeah, so it, it's a very happy and upbeat song, mm-hmm. but some of the lyrics in it are very dark. Making up a song. Well, when you, well, later on in context, though. Well, let's go through it. Making up a song about Coraline. Nothing. She's a peach. She's a doll. She's Whoop. A peach. <gasps> giant peach. Talking next. They might be giant peach. It's talking next. Oh babe. my god. She's a doll. Yeah. She's a pal of mine. So this guy is a friend. Yeah, this one's a friend of hers. He's not a scary person. She's as cute as a button in the eyes of everyone who ever lays their eyes on Coraline. Yeah. Button in the eyes. Yeah. Okay. When she comes around exploring, Mum and I will never make it boring. Our eyes will be on Coraline. So she's being watched the entire time. Mm Mm-hmm. It's really unsettling quite, like, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it makes it out like, oh, we're watching it because we're proud. And when you actually realise in context, no, it's because the other one has been watching the entire time via the doll. I really like the oh we're gonna go play out in the rain and then it's like it's not raining and then there's a thunderbolt you jumped out your pants with this on didn't you yeah because the thunderbolt resembles creepy ass hand the hand the hand the hand controls me the hand controls me yep I love little symbolism like that that you don't quite get on the first viewing but then this one is full of easter eggs and stuff I think yeah I agree and we're here for it me too Caroline goes to sleep. See you soon. Yeah, they take her up to her room and it's all... Everything, all their toys are talking. Apart from that weird one. I don't like that weird one. We're shaking, baby. We're shaking, baby. <laughs> Ugh. Creep. In fact, say, uh, that one needs to be in the toy box. Yeah, that one needs to be burnt. That one needs to be nowhere near your child. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and she sees that photograph. Obviously, she's missing her friends. That photograph is her friends talking back to her. Yeah. So everything that's happening in this world is triggering an emotional response from Maybe her. she might stay. Maybe she, Maybe not. Maybe it's too good to be true. Plot twist, it is. Yeah. <laughs> right. She wakes up, she's back back to normal. Mm-hmm. But the poison oak on her hand... Has healed. Is gone. Because of the mud. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Creepy. Creepy, creepy. Back to the normal life, tells her parents about it, and they're like, no, nah, this is stupid, it'll be stupid. It happens again. Well, not before we see her, uh, we visit Bobis- Bobinski. So the neighbour upstairs with his mouse circus. Mm-hmm. He's Russian. He is indeed. He is a acrobat. He is indeed. He has mice. Mm-hmm. And he's blue. He's an ex-liquidator. That is a thing that happened in history. It is indeed. His medal is... He's only got one medal. And that medal is given out to people who helped during uh, the Chernobyl disaster. The liquidators. Liquidators. <laughs> They're liquidators, yeah. yeah. I was just summing it up for the people who were listening. <laughs> there you go, guys. Yeah. Summed up. See, yeah. <laughs> Chernobyl's a great TV show. Isn't oh, it, it is, yeah. It yeah. fucking is. All your children, after they've watched this, should go and watch Chernobyl. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. If you want more of Babinski, check out watch Chernobyl. That, guys. It's fun for all the family. It's a family favourite. <laughs> That's a interesting thing. Uh, Spinks and Forcible. They're two old people who live downstairs. In the basement. In the basement. They've got a lot of dogs. They have, and they are very creepy with those dogs. I mean, yeah, they stuff the dogs when they die, um, but they make the outfits for the dogs before they die. They do. Fucking what? <laughs> okay. But they read Coraline's tea leaves Yeah. for her. These are two old jaded theatre people. Theatre. Uh, burlesque ladies, aren't they? Sure. Okay, yeah, burlesque. It's sexy, aren't they? Yeah. Cabaret, one might yeah. say. Yeah. But it's a cup of tea. Let me read your tea leaves. Mm-hmm. One of them sees a giraffe. I see a giraffe. That's excellent. Thank you. And then the other one, I forget which one's which, says, oh, 
creepy hand. And you're in the, danger. It's the same hand that's the lightning bolt. And just before she goes down to see Sphinx and Sphinx, Sphinx, Sphinx and Forcible, Babinski also warns her from mm. the mice not to go through the door. Yeah. So she's had two warnings now before yeah. she decides to try and go again mm-hmm. anyway by trying to lure the mice to her room at night. She doesn't listen. No. She goes. She goes again. YB's there. YB can't talk in this because she doesn't really get on with YB. I think he's just very loud and talkative, and she they just they bought heads for someone no reason. Cause to be honest, he's probably just as sassy as she is. They're good mates, yeah. I think. I think they've got that potential. Well, obviously, it works out well for them in the end. Yeah. But yeah, everyone has teething pains when they find a new friend. She goes up to the mice acrobat circus thing with her new YB who cannot talk cannot talk but it's a good old time you you pointed out the popcorn maker <laughs> yeah so they go into Babinski's weird ass little attic room mm-hmm. where there's just this circus tent just chilling in the middle of it yeah and there's all these like popcorn machines and candy floss cannon things mm-hmm. but yeah the, the, the chicken the takes popcorn. a bite of the, of the corn and then it poops out popcorn yeah popcorn chicken but then what does it do when he gets around the cycle again yeah I think maybe it just overflows popcorn until you have until it. You, yeah, that's yeah. it. The mice circus. Mm-hmm. That is the only time I really think the animation is a bit too janky. Okay, I love the way they move. I find it. I think I said to you, I find it very pink elephants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In its creepiness. I mean, not as creepy as that sequence is. I mean, that's one of the that isn't pure. People say Coraline is nightmare fuel. No, pink elephants is nightmare fuel. I I completely agree. Anyway, she goes downstairs. That's the end of the circus. Does she go back one more time before she comes back? Well, it, it ends with a really weird shot, doesn't it? It ends with Babinski giving her a kiss, and then it ends with the mum leaning back as she's in bed, like, did you have a nice night? Ugh! <laughs> I don't want to kiss Babinski. And then you've got the mother, the father, and other YB, YB yeah. all watching her fall to sleep, and then it cuts back to her room again. Yeah. She goes shopping with her mum. There's a big Shakespeare festival on. Yeah. Which I, I'm, I'm a fan of. I'm here for it. Is this is this a tragedy? Do you think part of it is? I'd say yeah. Yeah, this is quite a little bit Midsummer Night's Dream, maybe. Why is it Midsummer Night's Dream? I don't know because dreams, isn't it? That's all. That's it. No, there's no donkey in this. There is a donkey in this. There are seven donkeys in this. Maybe we did get a bit of a fairy theme, but we can go to that a bit later. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She wants to buy some gloves from the shop. The dad's doing the catalogue thing, but her mum's gone shopping with her, and she wants to buy these mittens. And they're like tw- they're expensive for mittens. But see, yeah, they're like twenty twenty four ninety nine. All the other ones were like fourteen pound. Well, their their designs weren't as complicated. She shops at Dan Flashes. She shops at Dan Flashes, guys. <laughs> yeah, so her mum says, "Oh, you can't have those. Like, we've got more important things to do." So they go home. But the thing is, as well, she's being bratty about it because they're obviously buying this school uniform, which again is dull and drab for a school that she's not been to yet. So she hasn't got any friends there yet. Yeah. I get that she really wants these nice expensive mittens, but she knows her family have got no money mm-hmm. until this catalogue goes through. So that's not being a brat, Coraline. I know, but it's... She's bored. She wants something to... She's expressive anyway. You said she dyes she, her hair. Yeah. She paints her fingernails. She wants to add some... If she can't have a uniform that is colourful... She wants to be different. Yeah. yeah and yeah. express herself. And she's obviously, she's obviously... She can't do that here. Yeah. In the real world. It's clearly that disconnect between her, especially in her mum, which, yeah. which is why the other mother initially gets in as deep as she does. The mum then goes, oh, you can come shopping, you can pick out one thing. Then the mum's really trying to be, look, no money, but I'll meet you in the middle. Yeah. And Caroline's like, nah. Mm-hmm. 
that's kind of, that's kind of sad. Yeah, she's being like the stubborn teenager that her character is. Yeah, exactly. Tick for yeah. good character work. Coraline goes back. In the middle of the day this time, though. Yeah, I thought that was weird. I thought she'd be safe in the daytime. No. No. <laughs> no one's safe in the daytime. They are no one's safe in the day, guys. You thought you was, you thought you were. You're not. You thought, thought nighttime was bad. Well, shit. You should hear about the day. But the, then the night comes. The night comes, and it's it's all shit. <laughs> uh, she goes to see Spinkins uh, forcible this time. Yes, yeah, so she doesn't actually see the other mother and father straight away this time. They just basically leave her a present. Mm-hmm. Bearing in mind, she's just asked her mum for one, and her mum hasn't given her one. She goes straight back to the other world. Other mother, straight away. Here you go. Look what I bought you. That's gaslighting. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> again, she knows that because she's the doll is watching. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Goes to the Spinkin Forcible. There's a little theatre show going on. The dogs are. Ushers. Yeah. The, the audience, the theatre crew. These dogs aren't paid enough. They are not. So. <laughs> Animals in film, guys. They are doing a burlesque show, but they show up as Sphinx and Forcible. As old ladies. No, no, ladies. I don't think those are French and Saunders singing voices. I'm not too sure, to be honest. I couldn't tell you. I don't no. think anywhere ever says that. No. But, yeah, I mean, that's the... It starts off as a very strange sequence, but yeah. I'm here for it. Oh, me too. They get to a point where it all falls apart. They're just dueling, aren't they? It's different characters. Like, they're supposed to be alluring. So one of them is like a sea siren, the other one's Aphrodite. Yeah. And they just, yeah, it's weird. And then they go up to the like top of the rafters and they're on two diving boards. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to jump off into this one bucket. Yeah. And then it's like, oh my God, Coraline's like, this ain't going to end well. But as they jump and they bounce... They unzip and they are young again. They are their young selves and they are hot. Fuck me, they are, aren't they? This is, why does Mr. Selleck keep creating characters that you want to bone? Ah, uh, then the other one. The spider. Ah, oh, the spider. <laughs> From James and Joe Pete. Oh, those, I get those hands all over me. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, forcible. They do some trapeze work. Well, it's in a quote Shakespeare. It's Shakespeare, what a piece of work is man, how noble. And obviously we've just seen the Shakespeare thing, this is what they're doing yeah. in town. Because the mother, the mother's always watching. Always watching. <laughs> All eyes are on Coraline. I quite like that sequence, when they're quoting Shakespeare. It's really pretty, isn't it's quite it? quite nice, yeah. After the show, that's a good old time, mm-hmm. YB takes them back. So she's full of it, she comes out of the theatre, she's really excited, and as she goes into the house, we see YB all sad. Well, the other mother takes her into the house and she's like oh thank you like, I'll see you soon Wybie and then what? yeah Wybie's looking sad but then the other mother turns around and is like smile like you fucking yeah you'll smile next time oh yeah. it's creepy that's when we really start to realise there's something wrong with this world mm-hmm. they say oh you like it here don't you Carol- Carol- Caroline Caroline <laughs> uh, you like it here don't you Caroline and she's like yeah I love it it's my favourite thing and then it's like oh okay you can stay mm-hmm. but we got a deal. You need to do this. Yeah. You need to sew buttons onto your eyes. And they try and make it sound really nonchalant. Like, oh, you can have it in any colour you want. You can have it with this, this, this. Oh, I'm jealous. So sharp, you won't feel a thing. But he only says that after she starts going, oh, won't it hurt? Creepy. And she's like, nah, don't want any part of that. Thank you very much. She doesn't even consider it for a second either. She's straight away like, nope. But she doesn't, she doesn't let on that she doesn't want to do it. Because she's clever. Yeah. So she's like, oh, I'm just going to... I'll think about it. I'm going to go to bed, though. Mm-hmm. Then she's like, oh, okay. 
this place is I'm, I'm done I want to go home now I want to go to bed that's why she's running upstairs to go to sleep because every other time she's gone up to her room to go to sleep she wakes up she back. wakes up in her own she in her own, in her own world exactly so she wakes up and she's still in the other world I think the uh, curtain's coming down a little bit yeah so she walks downstairs um, other mother's nowhere to be seen but the other father is and he's by his piano and he's not playing it as he used to yeah he's just playing single notes I feel like that's really unsettling you know yeah. when someone sat at a piano just with the back turned and yeah. they're just playing a single note? Creepy. Well, nothing's got any life. It's all very drab without the other mother being there. Yeah. Like she's giving it life. Yeah. Oh. And then he says something about YB and he, he pulled a long face and mother didn't like it. And then the piano was like, shut up. We do see YB again later on. Yes. So she decides though, because he says the other mother's resting at the moment. So she leaves the house and tries to run away. Well, everything's, everything's drab because the other mother is... It's I think the other father says, like, she's she's resting. She's not as strong as she should be. Like, we're all strong when she's around, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's when the piano's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Coraline takes a walk outside. And she's a cat. Woo, he's a cat. Cat. Uh, cat can talk. It can. Wusspuss. Is it Keith David? Is that the voice of Keith David? It's, I think it might be. I'm just going to do a quick uh, check on this. Because he's so cool. If it is Keith David, then uh, absolutely. It is. <laughs> it's, yeah. Keith, it's Keith David. Now, I'm of the impression that all cats can talk. You said this. Yeah. I don't agree. Yeah, they can. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, shit. I guess well, I'm... I've seen cats. I've seen Hocus Pocus. I know that secretly all cats can talk. Are you... They just decide not to. The, the cat's like, oh, okay. Things aren't what they seem here. You know, calm down. Yeah. She's not like any mother I ever, I ever knew. Mm-hmm. Does she go for a walk at this point? Yes, she goes walking around, doesn't she? Yeah, and then the she gets so far, she gets to what the well should have been. And it just goes all white. Yeah, and he's like, that's the end of the world. Which is quite quite nice. I, I quite like that effect where like the colours run out and there's no more. Yeah. It feels like the end of a, like a video game. Yeah, yeah like, I know what you mean, yeah. Well, it's when we out to the map and the map's like, you can't go, you've got to go back. That's it, the awards. <laughs> yeah. But she ends up back at the house and she's like, oh, why have I ended up back here? He's like, oh, you've walked around the world. That's it. There's nothing else. Yeah, that is it. It's just the house. That's all you ever want. And he says, what does he say? Like, um, the other YB told me so. Yeah. You'll be able to see it if you just listen, sort mm-hmm. of thing. It's cool. very, he talk, kind of talks in riddles. It's a bit, a little bit Cheshire Catty. I think that's the point. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is a very... Again, all, t- all cats can talk, guys. They can't. Okay, they can't. so... So <laughs> then, then he hears noise and he runs off. Mm-hmm. And she goes back into the house. She needs to go back into the house. And the other mother's... She, well, she goes to the door and the other mother's like, oh, wait, where are you going? She's just chilling, isn't she, in the, uh, in the living room, the like, living room. hi, darling. Very yeah. nonchalant, say what's just happened. But yeah. The, the buttons are still on the table. And she's like, you've got to do this. And then she's like, okay, I'm going to give you to the count of three. What? And then she, her appearance starts tra- uh, changing. She gets taller. She gets uh, lankier. Yeah. She quite grotesque. Spider-like. Very, very witch-like, isn't it? Like, yeah. Very tell witchy. Grabs her. Puts her in the mirror mm-hmm. and she's like, you will come out when you've learnt your lesson. That's great. Right. Alice through the looking glassy. Oh, I love it. It is Alice in Wonderland then, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I like it. In the mirror mm-hmm. are some spooky dookies. We see, there are three ghosts behind the mirror. That's what I said, spooky dookies. Spooky dookies. <laughs> All of them with are children, quite young children, with buttons for eyes. Mm-hmm. And we find out that actually... Everything that Coraline thought, because she's a clever girl, was right. So we find out that the other woman, who they refer to as the Bell Dam, mm-hmm. 
spied on their lives with yeah. these dolls. But they agreed to the buttons for ice. They did, so that she tricked them by creating these worlds to impress them, to get to lure them away from their actual families, and then convince them to sew the, button, the buttons on the eyes. Does she eat them? And then eat at their souls. At their souls. That's why it's all. Yeah, so nice. it's, it's, it's like she put buttons over their eyes, so it's quite, what's the kind of thing? The eyes are the window to the soul, aren't they? Yes. Of course, yeah. Same as, so aren't, aren't mirrors? Something. Have something to do with that. Something about that, yeah. Because your soul can get trapped in a mirror, can't it, when you die? That's why the um, old Victorian people used to put, um, they used to cover all mirrors when someone had died in the house. What? Yeah, that's the thing. Because otherwise the soul could get trapped in the mirror. That's why the three kids are in the mirror. Oh. That's, where their souls, that's what left of their souls is trapped there. Oh, this is scarier than I thought then. Yeah, it's really creepy. I really like the imagery of the ghost sort of go passing through Coraline, but the eyes stay. Stay on her, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ah, that's really cool. But she's like, oh, you must challenge the building. Yeah, that's the only way to get out. And you can save our, save our souls. Yeah, if you can save ourselves as well, like if you win your freedom. Yeah. We'd so be grateful. Coraline's like, plan. I'll try my best. Um, some hands grab Coraline, mm-hmm. pull her through the mirror. Wybie! It's Wybie! He's smiling. Yeah, he's got his face all tacked up. It's awful. Yeah. Well, the other mother said to keep smiling. And he did. And she made it so. Mm-hmm. So like, you've got to go and then the other mother can be heard upstairs going like, Caroline. And so she goes through the tunnel. The tunnel is different now. Yeah. It's got like jagged glass. It's it's dirty. Old toys. And again, a lot of it's Victorian-y kind of toys as well. Yeah. Quite old stuff. Dusty. Yeah. Cobwebby. Horrible. Uh, she goes back. Mm-hmm. So we don't know the fate of YB at this point. No, but he does show her because she tries to bring him with her and he takes his glove off and blows his hand and it's all sawdust, so he doesn't exist. Yeah. He's, he's a... And it's sad because even though he doesn't talk, the, his facial expressions are really... I don't know, I've, I've got a lot of love for other YB. Oh, if only his posture was better. Oh, he's a teenager, they all are like that. Caroline goes back and she's like, oh, okay, mum, dad, I'm back, this is fine. Mm-hmm. I, I want to stay here now. But her parents are nowhere to be seen. They've gone disappeared goes to sphinx and forcible and they're like oh like this is weird they'll turn up they'll turn up eventually but here take this and out of there you get a bit of a easter egg Mm -hmm. they show all this taffy behind them and each date is a date that one of the children went missing in the house yeah which is creepy little details like that are why i think this film is as good as it is yes people like us yeah oh my god let's find them all uh yeah exactly so they make a little looking thing well, they pull it out of the taffy, which is really strange because I don't know what that would have been. No, doing. they carve it because the taffy's so hard; it's like a rock. Oh, okay. So they then she gets the knitting needles and she like breaks it down and she made this looking thing, which looks like something out of the Spiderwick Chronicles. Yes. So I went on Google quickly because I knew I'd got a point with this. I knew you would. Obviously, they read tea leaves. Yeah. Later on, that's very like witchcrafty sort of thing. It's like a planchette, you know, for Ouija boards. Oh. So he's, he's supposed to hold up a planchette and be able to see ghosts. Oh. That's why I say you might better look what you find, what you're trying to find. They say um, they're good for lost things. Yeah. Yeah. So it's what they, what you do with, yeah. So if they believe in the kind of the occult and stuff, it would kind of make sense that they would do that. Mm-hmm. And later on, she uses it to find the ghost eyes. So, it does, so that's why she can look through and see them. So Caroline's like, okay, fine. Um, goes back inside and her parents are trapped in a mirror. Mm-hmm. They, they're cold. Somewhere they help snowy. us. Help us, but backwards. <laughs> yeah. Know, that's very red rummy. Yeah, red yeah. rum. So she goes back. She's like, I'm going to sort this bedlam out then. It's fucking... It is bedlam, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Goes back and says, like, I'm going to challenge you. So her and the cat go back. Mm-hmm. And as they go into the tunnel, the cat straight away starts to talk again. And it's like, you do know you're walking into one of her traps. And she's like, yeah. Yeah, but no, no to lose. And then she's like, oh, you should challenge her. Challenge her then. Mm-hmm. But she'll never turn down a, a fight. Like a ch- uh, she loves a game. Yeah. So Caroline's like, yeah, even better plan. Mm-hmm. Goes into the kitchen. She's there waiting. To making breakfast. I'd still eat that breakfast. It, the food in this looks great. <laughs> Does it? I would eat all the food in this. Caroline's like, oh, well, let's play a game. And then there's, there's a shot of like the other mother's eyes and it sort of like gleams over. Well, the eyes, buttons. But uh, well, you know what I mean? Like the it's, buttons. Do you think it's really weird how they make the uh, like the buttons come Expressive. across like eyes? Yeah. The windows to the soul one, they I'd are say. indeed. <laughs> um, so she's like, games. Everyone likes games. <laughs> right? For the higher excitement. Yeah. And um, so fine, you go find the eyes or the souls or whatever. And she's like, okay, and then I'll set you free or whatever. Yeah, she's got to find the three ghost ghost eyes for yeah. the for the children, and, and then, also try and then find her parents. And if you do that, I'll set you free. It's mm-hmm. like, and if not, and then she's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll get to say buttons on your yeah. eyes. And she's tapping the eyes, and then Caroline turns around and she's like, fine, I agree. And she turns around and she's not there, mm-hmm. but you can still hear the tapping. Mm-hmm beautiful you love that don't you film right <laughs> I just think little things like that let's go to the first place good to get the first one mm-hmm. garden so we see the the garden one so before... initially we see the other father take her around that tries to impress her because she clearly loves gardening i said a thing you did say a thing i said that the other father is on a praying mantis mm-hmm. a praying mantis is famous for um after courtship or whatever they eat the heads of the male yeah which is symbolic of the other mother's relationship with the other father yeah she doesn't care she, well she's got what she's wanted she isn't gonna care absolutely i'm gonna eat that head yeah so, uh but now the garden's drab overgrown horrible yeah and nothing's quite as magical so again everything's kind of like dying a little bit the other mother's doesn't have that same energy in life because she needs Coraline. yeah Coraline uses the thing i forget what it's called the planchette thank you and she looks through it and she sees what she needs. Mm-hmm. But it's the knob on the praying mantis's mechanics. Yes. Which comes to life. But again, the other father's not in control. No, the hands are. Yeah. And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm not going to I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to hurt you. <laughs> no. uh, but he helps Caroline. He doesn't want to hurt. Uh, no. He wants to help. Um, it's kind of weird that the other mother would create all this and then these people would be like, oh, actually... I think they know. That's the thing. They know that they're only being used as collateral yeah. to get her main target. And that person's innocent. So mm. I think they, they try to fight as much as they can back. Yeah. But again, I think as, as the, the less control the other mother has because she doesn't have that energy anymore, they can break away from it because mm-hmm. they're not under as much control. Yeah. She gets one, turns to white. And it all... All the colour drains out of it. So it's starting to crack. Yeah. Let's go upstairs. No. Let's go downstairs. Sphinx and Forcible. We've got to get the second one. Walks down. The theatre's still there, but now the dogs are bats. Yeah. There's a big suite in the middle, which is... Taffy. Taffy. She's like, yeah, it's in there. It's in their hand, in there. We have Finks and Sporcible, whatever, I can't say their names. Finks and Forcible. They've sort of merged into a... It's like a taffy bowl, yeah. Yeah. She pulls it out, grabs it, but obviously they grab her. They're like, thief, you're a thief. She uses the bats to just wipe out Spinks and Forcible. They go white and they start cracking. Yeah. Then we go upstairs. Finally. (laughs) Woo! To Babinski. 
who doesn't exist anymore. No, that's kind of sad. I like it's him. creepy though because obviously the, the movement of his character because we don't see his face it's yeah. all droopy his body's he's... being held up by the mice well rats. rats yeah it's just a coat it's a hat he's like I don't understand he's like Ooh. why don't you want to stay yeah. we'll love you I love you forever I will play games yeah and yeah obviously we find out it's a rat the rats have got the other piece mm-hmm. um, but they escape uh, Coraline throws the planchette no, does she? Yeah, she does. She, plays, she throws it and it goes missing. Yeah, she's like, oh, she's done. Because the mouse, the mouse ducks it. Yeah, so then she's outside crying, thinking, I've lost now. The other yeah. brother's going to win. And we see the button going across the moon and it gets quicker and quicker and quicker. Mm-hmm. That's like, time running out. Yes, yeah, it's a bit like the sand in The Wizard of Oz. Like, she's losing time, Dorothy will die. <laughs> so, and then all of a sudden the cat comes out of nowhere with the rat and the missing piece and it stops. It yeah. pauses. But then it does carry on. Because that whole world starts to the then disappear. The whole world comes to, falls to pieces then, yeah. And it's just a house. Mm-hmm. Goes back in, and even the house is... The wallpaper's coming off. Yeah. It's looking horrible now. Yeah. The other mother's like, did you get what you needed? Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. And by this point, she's really haggard. More and more of her has come apart now. Yeah. She's, start, she's starting to crack now. It looks spindly. Yeah. yeah. And she, for Caroline's like, yeah, I know, I know everything. But apart from where her parents are. She still hasn't got a clue on that. So the cat's like, hmm. Gives her a look. Yeah. And then the ghost eyes start appearing and one of them says, oh, she's still never going to let, let you get out. Yeah, even again. if you win, she's not going to let you go. So Coraline's smart. She's clever. And she's like, oh, they're through the door. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to open it and find out. So the other mother obviously is like, <laughs> opens the door. What was she like? <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, but Coraline finds the snow globe. Snow globe, and her parents are trapped inside. Well, she throws the cat at the bell dam to begin with to grab the snow globe. Yeah. And the poor cat has no idea this is coming. She just kind of <laughs> does it really randomly, and the cat's like. Rrr! But the cat does its job. <laughs> it does. It rips off her button eyes. Yeah, she just can't see anything, and then the other mother's like, "Nope, web time." <laughs> so the whole world then starts to collapse in on itself, and we yeah. see this huge spider web. And she. Coraline's at the bottom and she di- and the other mother dives down mm-hmm. and misses. She yeah. can't see her. So Coraline climbs up. I really like how it's kind of metallic. Yeah. So like it's still sticky, but anytime it moves, mm-hmm. the other mother's like... Just like an actual spider can. Yeah, exactly. Up to the door they go. Coraline's pulling on the door, the other mother's on the other side. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm not strong enough for this. Yeah. I really like it when she kicks her in the face, though. She kicks her in, she proper, uh, this is Sparta's her to the face. Big time. And then the ghost hands come out and help her shut the door, which traps her hand inside. Yeah. Then Coraline runs to the other side, and the door's getting closer and closer. I really like that shot. It's a really creepy shot, isn't it? Yeah, just the door just jarring closer. Ah, oh, it's awesome. It's trying, like, almost like the world, like the, the, the world separation's closing in on itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coraline makes it, though. Mm-hmm. Parents are back. The snow globe's broken, and all they and they have no idea where they've been. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's fine, or is it, Jade? It is not. So it all appears happy. She's got, she's got the gloves. They've mm-hmm. got the, they've got their promotion thing they wanted with their cat off. She goes to beg. She lets the cat in. It's all very cute. And then she puts this, the the child's eyes under her pillow. We get a really beautiful sequence, actually, with the ghost children. With the, is, you're thinking of the uh, Starry Night. Starry Night imagery. Yeah. It's really pretty. It's really very dreamlike. Nice but then, like, thank you for letting us free, whatever. 
But it's not over. But you're in terrible danger, girl. <laughs> That's what they say. And she's like, oh, she's like, if you've got the key for the door, she's still going to come for it. Like, yeah, she's going to keep coming after you until she's got this key. Mm-hmm. We're figuring out at this point that other mother is now just a hand. That's what all it's on the other side now. Yeah. So the hand creeps through and is like on its way or whatever. So Caroline's like, I need to get rid of this fucking key. So she goes to the well. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. <laughs> and she's going to throw it down, but the hand catches up with her. Yeah. Tries to snatch it off. There's a good fight scene. Yeah, get a bit of a fight scene between her and the hand. YB comes in as well. So like, player two has entered the game. <laughs> and I really like how the hand is quite sharp. Yeah, because it's needles. Yeah. Ooh. Creepy. And it moves, it moves very spider-like as well. I mean, when Robbie gets stuck in the well and it starts lifting up, almost like pincers on a spider. Mm-hmm. It's all very creepily Ugh, done. It's horrible, yeah. But they smash it with mm-hmm. a rock. They do smash it. They do smash They proper smash it. <laughs> and then tie it up, tie the key around it into the well. Down the well it goes. Then we get the ending shot with all the, all the residents of the Pink Palace yeah. doing the garden, doing the communal garden together, which is in the face of... We think of Coraline, but I don't think it is Coraline. You think it's I the think other it's mother. the other mother because it looks just like her. Yeah, I, I. And it doesn't have a hair grip on the outside bit that's created just in the other world mm-hmm. out of a greenhouse. So I think the other mother lived there. She lives on. At some point, she must have had that house. Mm. But another owner of the house is YB's grandmother. Who's who, invited round. Who is related to ghost child number one, two, three. Three. <laughs> what, um, one, two, three. three. So YB's like, oh, well, how am I going to tell my grandmother this? And then she's like, oh, we're going to tell her together. Yeah. That's the end. That's, I mean, what what they must be thinking, Coraline is smoking when she tells them that. Oh God, absolutely. Yeah, that's the end of the film. And what... A good fucking film that is. Is it better than Space Jam? Oh yeah. It fucking is. Oh, this is t- this is a five star film. Well, you'd say that, but not everyone would agree with you. Everyone's wrong. Well, I've had a few <laughs> people's opinions on this. Okay, tell me everything. Aiden from work. He said good, but it's still overrated nightmare fuel. Mm, no. No. Lacey from work also has said not worth the hype. I think it has become overhyped, but like, but I find that Nightmare Before Christmas is probably the most overhyped film uh-huh. around this time of year, especially the love story between Jack and Sally, which does not exist. It doesn't exist, guys. This is better than Nightmare. Oh, it's better than Nightmare, yeah. Arts Ebony Rose, whose artwork I've shared recently, mm-hmm. uh, says, I do not have enough words or space to express how much I adore everything about this film. Three love hearts. The three love hearts make it. That's one for each. Heart, nice thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And Jamie Lee, who appeared on the Cat in the Hat episode with yeah. me, uh, said, Piss Pants Terrifying, good time. Jamie Lee could not be more correct. I agree. I think it is creepy. I think it's on the right level of creepy for a kid's film. Yeah, I love this. I love everything about it. I think it's clever. Mm-hmm. I think it's beautiful to look at. And I think it's a, it's a timeless story. It's got that fairy tale vibe to it, which is the be careful what you wish for. That doesn't... That doesn't get old. Yeah. Like, is the grass always greener? No. No. It appears to be so, but it's not being watered. Be careful what you wish for, folks. I'm, I'm really, I really had fun watching it again, because it's been a long time since I've seen it. Me too. I've not seen it in quite a long time. Hmm. The next episode, well, the next week, mm-hmm. it's Attack of the Clone. It's a double bill again. Yep. All the episodes are 
double bills for October. They are. Because we're doing Spooky Dooky Month and Star Wars. I know, what a juxtaposition like, this is. Like a big old loaf of bread and not enough butter, we are spreading ourselves too thin. So We're doing well so far, though. We've actually filmed... Yeah. Well, we're, we're nearly quite done. A few. Yeah, we're nearly done on the Halloween ones. It's just Star Wars we need to crack on with. Yeah. But yeah, so next week it's Attack of the Clones and Hocus Pocus. Boom. What? I haven't seen. I've only seen Hocus Pocus once. I love Hocus Pocus because I have a black cat. Cool. And that it's just like and she loves watching it and like it's we watch it together. Oh. But I named my first black cat Binks after Zachary Binks in Hocus Pocus. Oh, I thought it was after Jar Jar Binks from Attack of the Clones. Absolutely not. No. Oh, okay. Well, that's my bad. No, but um, that, that cat lives with my sister. You're looking forward to that double bill? I am indeed, yes. Me too. Attack of Clowns is weak. It is a weak one, but never mind. Never mind. Well, which order are we watching it? Are we doing Hocus Pocus first? We're doing Hocus Pocus first, because I feel like I've not seen it enough. I've seen Attack of Clowns quite a few times. Okay. That's no worries. So, thanks for joining us on this double bill, Caroline Phantom Menace. Yes, thank you guys. It's been fun. And, yeah, see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.